Welcome. Welcome, my friends. Welcome, my homies. Welcome, everybody. To yet another episode of Vibing with Reeves. And uh, pull up a chair, turn up the volume, you know what I mean? Let's drink some ice water because it's, it's hot out here. At least where I'm at. Where I'm, I'm at. I was about to really, really stumble on, on some words and mispronounce where I'm at. It's about to be bad. But luckily, I'm circumvented that. I went around it, y'all. Almost got caught up. But uh, yeah, about to get into some serious things, some serious topics. You know, normally, I have the funny things, or I might mix it with. The funny was serious, but, you know, this time we're going to be a little more on a serious note for this episode. I do that sometimes. And this is one of those times. Vibing. Out in California, they just passed a law banning discrimination based on hair. And that's big for black people. Discrimination workplace based on hair. That happens, you know. They there's companies that say, "Hey, you can't have dreadlocks," and it's cool. We even do the same thing. Oh, they'll discriminate on students with certain styles, usually African styles, or styles that are had by African American. If it's not Eurocentric, they have an issue with it. Oh, something is. Unbecoming is unprofessional. Oh no, look at you with the afro puff. No, you can't have that in your head. You can have your hair straightened, but then we'd have to have a perm, right? If your hair isn't naturally straight, it's curly. It's a different texture, but why just find different ways to discriminate against us? But that's the system, you know. It hurts when a country that your people help build is shitting on your pe- you and your people, but you know, that's. That's part of what it is, but let's celebrate that victory. That, and let's stack up some more, you dig? Now we need the rest of the country to fall in line with California on that one. And uh, let's hope that get done right there. You vibe with Reeves. Chill. Speak life into someone you need positivity from. I'll say this again. Speak life into someone you need positivity from. If you need good things from somebody, try not talking bad about them. That's right. Try not being demeaning to someone who you need the world from. Try to uplift that person. And maybe, just maybe, they'll uplift you in return. Don't shit on someone's hopes and dreams and existence and disrespect them with every step and turn. But then have the nerve to still need and want their loyalty and faithfulness and them to ride or die for you to hold you down. You're treating them like shit. They should be highly exalted instead of just demean to look down upon. Especially if you need them. You know, you're shooting yourself in the foot thinking you're flying and shit. Don't do it. Don't do it. It doesn't make sense. That's that's just a life act, you know. 
Don't be the person that thinks it's, it's all right. To disrespect the next person. But make sure that person they disrespect respects them. Don't be that person that figures, hey, I don't have to be faithful or loyal. But motherfuckers going to be faithful or loyal to me. Don't, and life don't work like that. You know, like I said earlier, and don't be the person that thinks they can put a person down, but then depends on that person they put down to lift them up and hold them, hold them up and bring them through life's issues. Nah, don't do not do that. You're doing that person a service and you're actually doing yourself a service and it's just freaking stupid and selfish and don't do it. You know. Let's be positive all the way around. So I say, what if they hurt you? Well, I mean, you don't got to let someone take advantage of you because you're being positive. I'm, I didn't say anything about letting someone take advantage of you. I'm just saying don't take advantage of someone else. And don't treat someone less than they deserve to be treated. But still need them at their highest point. Don't put someone down. But you need them to be at their highest point to help you out. That doesn't make sense, does it? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Don't, you know what I am saying. So that's my little, that's my little jewel right there. Vibe, vibe. Red alert, red alert. Red alert. This red alert is for my brothers and sisters, my sisters and brothers. Who know what it's like when a white person says, hey, black people always playing the race card. They're always playing the race card. How come they always talk about racism? Because racism happens more than y'all will actually believe. It happens way more than y'all believe. Shit. A person can get hung and have a nigga go back to Africa written on his dead body. And y'all, y'all be like... I know he got hung because he's black. Maybe he got hung because it was a gambling debt. And what they meant was, nigga go home and get the rest of my motherfucking money. But they ran out of ink, so they just hung him instead. Yeah, that's it. That's how, Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Can't stand y'all ass doing that dumb shit. But anyway, boom. Here's what it is. It's like having a, it's like two kids in a room. And one kid's picking on the other kid, and the parent, the adult, never sees that the other kid is being picked on. Don't see the other kid defending himself after they get picked on. The other kid can get slapped, punched, and they'll be like, hey, stop giving yourself black eyes. He did it, he did it. No, he did You're always blaming on him because he's always doing it. Then you slap that kid back, that kid cry like, hey, what did you do? I pushed him after... He tried to punch me. Go in the corner. Or they whip your ass, whip the kid's ass. They never want to see the other kids doing wrong. It's like they have a clear, it's like the parent has a clear favorite. And never see the wrongs of that kid. That's what it is. The clear favorite. And they can never see. That's one example. They, that's one metaphor for it. Never see the wrongs. I got a good example for that. How they say, hey, y'all always play the race card, but the race card is played against us. We just let y'all know, hey, y'all playing a race card against us. 
Y'all, hey, y'all doing some foul shit. Shit, if you claim racism, they'll claim reverse racism. Like, that's stupid. And you can't do that for sexism. If you, if you up there and say, tell a woman, hey, if you don't, if you don't let me squeeze that ass every now and then, I'll make your job hard. She can't. And then she says, hey, that's sexism. And, and, and I told the boss, you can't say, no, no, no. That's her first sexism. I'm going to tell the boss on you for not letting me treat you the way I shouldn't be allowed to in the first place. You, you can't. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. You sound like a fucking idiot. First off, if you did that. So here's the thing, right? Boom. Here's the situation. At the train, at the train station with my homie. You know what I mean? I call him street name for now. He, he might remember this story. Anyway, we come from work, right? We walk outside. You know, it's outside a big train station, but it also has bus lanes. On the inside, they had the trains. On the outside, they had the bus lanes. So we walk past part of the bus lane, and there's four white people, four or five white people, and they all smoking cigarettes. My boy, like, yo, I'm smoking cigarettes. He said, but I would walk past them and don't want to be with them smoking. You know what I mean? Because we had a wild day at work. So he, like, maybe 10 feet away from them, he, he lit up. A cop rolls by, sees the four or five white people talking loud, because I guess they came out, came from work or came from a party or something. Probably came from a work party, you know, happy hour and shit. And they smoking their cigarettes. He sees them, all of them are smoking. And they're all loud. He says hello to him. Hey, how you doing? Good day, huh? Talks a little shit to him. On, on the good level, like, hey, makes a little small talk. They walk past him, right past him, like 10 feet, and says up to my boy, yo, you got to put the cigarette out. You know what you're doing is illegal. He said, what? Pardon me, officer? You have to put the cigarette out. You know it's illegal. I can give you a ticket. You're not supposed to smoke a cigarette. Oh, oh, you mean the same cigarettes? I'm supposed to put it out, right? It's illegal when I, when I do it, but it's not legal when they did it. What? Like, nah, nah, nah. What are you talking about? Those four or five people, you... Just passed or all smoking cigarettes. What? You're not saying anything because they're white and I'm black. That's racism. He said, no, no. Why always got to be racism? Because it is racism. You No, that's not what it is because you're smoking a cigarette and so are they. You didn't say anything to them. You said, I did. I did. I walked past. I said, you said hello. You start talking about some funny shit. I can hear. I'm within the earshot. It's not that far. You didn't tell them. And they're being loud. They're louder than me. So they, they can be loud as hell. I'm quietly smoking in the corner. You walk by four or five loud people smoking cigarettes. And you walk past them and don't say anything but hello, how are you? And you make small talk with them. And then you leave. And then you talk to the one black guy in the corner. The four or five white people smoking, you don't say anything to. You got to go date. You see that? I'm like, yeah. He walked right past him. He seen him. They all got the cigarettes out. They ain't hiding. He look at me like, hey, you don't got to get in this. Then he look at We're like, oh. So I'm not putting it out. With my boy, my boy, like, I'm not putting it out unless you tell them to put it out. You can give me the ticket and I'll fight it. 
And I'll just say that there was four or five white people there that he could have ticketed. He could have had six tickets, but he chose one. The only, I guess the only ticket that matters is the nigga ticket, huh? The nigga ticket means everything. It's the race ending, and he said, all right, all right, all right, whatever, man. Look, I want you to put it out. I'm going to make them put this out. And he, he said, I'll put it when they listen. And then he made them. Yeah, and he said it. Fuck him. said, yeah, I need y'all to put it out. Why, officer? It's the news. Actually, he said I have to because if he puts it out, then y'all have to put it out too because, I mean, damn. Yeah, so they put it out. Oh, they was disappointed. And one of the guys, and they was staring daggers at my man's. And the cops said, the cops said, see, I did it. Not racist. Not racist. And God, man, just whatever, man. He put his shit out. And one of the white guys got mad. And my boy said something like, yo, man, bro, that ain't right. Why you got clean? He said, look, man, I'm going to tell you this. The day I had, shut the fuck up. Pure blank. Kick it with your friends over there. Because if I wasn't tripping over what the police officer said, or the police officer was trying to do, what makes you think I give a fuck about you? What makes you think I'm scared of you? Go back. Concentrate on what your friends is doing. Have fun with your friends. Don't, don't, don't fuck with me. Don't say nothing to me. Y'all was cool when he's going to let y'all Smoke all y'all cigarettes. And y'all was cool with him telling me I had to put mine out because I'm black. And y'all was cool with that. I'm not letting that happen. And I'm just, I was standing there like <laughs> laughing at that point because that dude was tight. But he just stood down, looked at me. Like, oh, so y'all going to jump me? He said, how? I'm like, how? There's only a few of us. Boy, like, you don't have to worry about him. You worry about me. I'll fuck you up. Stitch your ass in that corner and roll with your friends. He did. And he rolled with his friends. The friends were like, come on, come on. Let's just stay over here. And it wasn't even that far, but the point was, it was racist. It was prejudice. And they didn't care about it, so they had to be even. They didn't care about it, so they was inconvenienced and had to put out their cigarettes as well. And they was like, oh, he had to claim racist. It's not racist. Nah, that was. That was. That's one good example of how they didn't care about the shit, too. They had to be treated equally. They don't want to be treated equally. They want to be treated better. And I mean, the selfish, not all white people, but the selfish ones. The ignorant, selfish ones. And they'll try to front, oh, no, there's no racist bullshit. There is. Playing a race car, and that's that's a great example of the race car being played against the brother. It's not equal. It's not equal at all. It's it's discipline who you want to discipline. And like I said, it's it's like that child, the unfavored child, versus the favored child. The favored child get to do whatever and gets away with it. The unfavored child, shit. Try not to breathe too loud, motherfucker. Try not to breathe too loud. <laughs> the 4th of July. The 4th of July. Uh, don't celebrate it. If you do, more power to you. More blessings to you. That's what's up. Yes, I'm an American citizen. 
And uh, here's why I don't celebrate the 4th of July. Because my people weren't free during that time. Some of us, there were some free black people in America. There was more of us enslaved. So I'm supposed to celebrate a holiday that says, hey, we were free, but they really, if you look at the history of it, black people were still enslaved. And white people was free as, free as shit. They was just free. Free to roam. And we were property. So I can't celebrate um, a holiday, which is basically a celebration of white freedom. And we just trying to gloss over the fact that black people are still fucking property. Treated as, as subhumans. We were like dogs, but, you know. Not as beloved as the dog. You know what I mean? Like, the dog will treat it better. So I don't want to celebrate that shit. But I will take a day off. Thank you. And I will eat hamburgers and potato salad, depending on who made it. You know how black people are. We'll investigate who made some potato salad, who made the... The seafood salad, who made the pasta salad. We'll ask about that. You know, we'll ask about that shit like it's some deep shit. We'll, we'll definitely put some deep investigation in that before we consider even getting a spoonful. So I was do that. I will listen to before I let go. Frankie Beverly and Maze, most, most likely that twice. I want, I want, I want. Oh, oh, I'll do that. But you know, I don't celebrate it. You know, if you do, I'm not here to judge. If that's what you do, that's what's up. And, you know, that doesn't mean I'm saying fuck this country and fuck everyone in it. I'm just saying, why would I celebrate that? It doesn't make sense to celebrate that holiday. Recognize that y'all had job freedom and we didn't. But I'm still celebrating. No. You know? Not doing that, you know? And that's my stance on it. You know, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Keep vibing, y'all. Vibing with Reeves. Vibing. <sighs> Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Actually, I learned about Juneteenth a few years ago, you know. So I definitely understand the people who don't know because a lot of people didn't know. I was one of them. I mean, I knew that uh, there were certain areas in the South back when slavery was um, abolished that didn't tell the slaves that it was abolished and they kept going on like it was business as usual. But I didn't know there was a day commemorating when they finally had to admit, hey, slavery's over, y'all. Definitely didn't know. That was June 19th, 1865. I repeat, June 19th, 1865. The announcement of the End of slavery in the U.S. state of Texas and more. Generally, the emancipation of enslaved African Americans throughout the 
former Confederate States of America. Texas was the most remote of the slave states in the Emancipation Proclamation of January 1st, 1863 was not enforced there until after the Confederacy collapsed. The name of the observance is the Parmento of June and 19th, the date of its celebration, June 19th. Juneteenth is celebrated as a state holiday or a special day of observance in 46 of the 50 states. And there's still a lot of people who don't know about it. And that was the info I pulled up from Wikipedia, but I don't know if it was observed in 46 states because I know so many people that don't know about it. But shout out to the people who do know about it. And uh, now, if you didn't know, now you know about it. And uh, yeah, it's definitely not celebrated by a lot of people. It's not known by a lot of people, but I definitely respect it. And, you know, my boy, um, he had June 19th t-shirts from Daily Society Clothing. He makes those, you know, if you want, if you're interested, check it out. You can check him out on his, well, on his website. I said website, sorry. On his website, dailysocietyclothing.com. And that's what that is. And shout out to everyone who... Who knows? And shout out to the new people who, who know now, you know? Keep it going. Vibing. I'd like to thank you. Thank you very much for rolling with me on this episode of Vibe with Reeves. You can catch me every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Anchor.fm. Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's right, in the Spotify Podcast, in the podcast section, look up Vibrant Read, boom, I pop up. You know what I mean? So, you know, check your brother out. And I appreciate y'all. Stay vibing, stay on point, stay alert, stay blessed. And uh, appreciate y'all. Always let your family and friends know that you care, that you love them. You know what I mean? And that's, that's, that's another gem for the day, y'all. Vibe.